as surfers, we have a natural love for the ocean, being in the water and chasing thrills. Surfing and surf culture is at the core of Loose. We are a brand made for all-day thrill seekers, experience makers, and good time chasers. Inspired by the elements of surf that excite us the most, we create products begging for adventure, both into the water and out of the water. There's no stamp of approval needed to vibe with our tribe. So drop your inhibitions and get loose because fun feels better. Loose towels. Since 1991, Caballero Pools and Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earth Pack, customized eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, Earthpack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. Earthpack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. ColbyPlus.com is a new brand from a very experienced crew in the wetsuit and surf industry an independently owned and family-run business. All of their products are made with the best in the world materials and they only sell direct. So you're getting a top of the line product for much less. Their wetsuit line, Colby Plus Yamamoto uses Yamamoto number 39 and number 40 neoprene, propriety jersey, and what we believe is the best and most functional design and construction available. Their line of waterproof bags, Colby Plus T-Zip, feature completely water and airtight German-made T-Zip zippers. They have a tight line of traction and leashes and will have board shorts on the way in the spring featuring Swiss engineered shoulder fabric. They are currently shipping orders to the US, Canada and Australia. For you Aussies and Canadians, unfortunately, the shipping isn't free. ColbyPlus.com, Finless Skateboard Company. To honor our predecessors of surf shapers, we wanted to make sure that our skateboards were completely handmade, made of solid wood, and that the designs, the line work, and aesthetics of our boards are unique to each deck we create. No heat transfers, no stickers, except for our logo. The whole board is made of carefully assembled different species of wood with cores of hard maple and top and bottom sheets carefully assembled with various types of woods 
species to give our boards the look of a classic 1950s surfboard. Handcrafted is human, handcrafted is thoughtful, handcrafted is quality, handcrafted is community. Finless Skateboard Company. Friends and family, <laughs> brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky Podcast. I like that intro, Lindsay. Yeah. Gotta make it different. Welcome cause... to the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, our guest this week is a take two repeat. God, we're... we're... Part do. Part Just like the do. last episode. Part yeah. do? Redux. Part do, redo. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we don't... We'll, we'll go recap, but, you know, we're excited to have you know, Alani Media here. Thanks Just for Joe. having me Just, again. Just, Just Joe. Joe. And a couple of updates that's happened since the last show is... We have the couch surfing show that you've introduced, which is fantastic. Thank Big you. Big fans. Thank you. And is it couch surfing tour? It's the couch surfing show. The, the, the couch surfing show. It's a news show. Yeah. Surf news show. Yeah. The Pretty couch, epic. Thank you. Bat out of hell came yeah. out of nowhere. All of a sudden, yeah. it's viral. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of taken off on its on its own. Yeah, it's, it's been, amazing. It's been fun. And then the other project you've been, you know, working on, and now it's been uh, released out as kind of a documentary, right? Pretty yeah. much full full documentary, full doc, first yeah. full length documentary, Through the doggy door featuring Sheldon Pyshawn. I didn't want to screw that up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, great, great success on that, and Thank really you. cool. Have you seen it yet, Lar? Yeah, I did. Well, I haven't watched the whole thing. Just clips. It's, it's a long one. Yeah, it's a long one, but it's pretty freaking. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. It's a tearjerker. Oh. Tearjerker. Tearjerker. We'll, we'll yeah. get we'll wrangle Sheldon. So we're gonna, yeah, soon. We're, we're gonna get him on. We're gonna do a call in, which was you know. Yeah. Is but let's. A, is that a first on the show? The call in. Uh. No, we've had a couple others. A couple others. We've done. done not a call-in like that. We've done just crank FaceTime. Call. <laughs> <laughs> we try to get people on. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. Right. We've done it before, yeah. yeah. Did we just do it? We called somebody just recently. <laughs> Anyways. Later, um, you try to call him. One of the biggest <laughs> news, though, is you just had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Girl? What? Yeah, little girl. Two two months old? Six, seven months. Oh, seven months. Yeah. Damn. Time flies, I know. Dude, time does fly. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? Ada. Ada. 88. Yeah. Nice. Dude, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Not much sleep. But yeah, I was just going to say, you look, you look refreshed. It's like you got out of the witching well, hour. Yeah. Mom and her just went to Hawaii, so I got a, I got a week break. So. Really? Yeah, I'm getting off lucky this week. Why do they get to go to Hawaii, but you don't? It's for my wife's work. My my wife and my mom and the baby went. So. Dude, how stoked! Ba- baby still needs some boobs, so you know she can't. She's got to be with mom. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, what a blessing! It's such a like, you go through you know you're just in the beginning stages, but you know <laughs> the routine is you think they got oh they're sleeping well, and then all of a sudden teeth start popping through oh, and they get God. all eggy or whatever you know yeah. like there it's just this roller coaster of like. Oh, we got this. It's cool. And then a curveball. Boom. Yeah. And you're like, what? Just when you think you have a handle on yeah. things. <laughs> I bet. You freaking lose. You fall asleep at the wheel and you lose control. Yeah. Yeah. The first night she slept through the night, I thought something was wrong. Oh, like, you're over there. Oh, like, oh my gosh, breathing. breathing? Yeah. yeah. It's scary. I, I remember those, uh, the first couple nights, you were just like, yeah. 
Oh is she God. breathing? I can't hear her. Oh, yeah. Is her, is her stomach moving? So freaked out. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they make you watch that video right before you leave the hospital about, like, sudden infant death. Oh, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. You sent me home with that one? Thanks. Yeah. But... Are you a pro at swaddling? Yeah, I mean, I was. <laughs> she's already past the swaddle stage. And really? Just like, yeah. She's almost... Remember how, how, like, hard that was at the beginning to learn how to swaddle a kid? Uh, everything because you're like don't know how how hard to like pull the blanket yeah. and like tuck it in and then you're like all that right well, those first couple of weeks when their head's just like a bobblehead that's the sketchy yeah you gotta like <laughs> but, put your hand your yeah you gotta hold right. the head yeah. <laughs> so uh, um good intro by the way that's, I, that's always the most nerve-wracking thing for me on the show not even i get, I I get, mean, I get is, so nervous when like little countdown thing goes this is life you know we like yeah. to hear you know hear about you know what's going on behind the scenes you yeah. Know? yeah so uh just to recap our first episode with you uh you've grown up in newport yeah uh newport, newport board riders club right uh you your first job in the industry was uh, Quicksilver wetsuits, then Surfside, Surfside Sports, and then um, you graduated. Lost. Graduated yeah. from UCSB. Somehow got a degree and and then started working for Lost. Yeah, and, and then and, I don't know how it's been like seven or eight years. That'll I mean, me, my brother, and my brother-in-law Omar have uh, Alani Media, which yeah. is like our video production, and now live broadcasting company yeah. um tell us about those years at lost um because you connected with you you made movies with like uh, well riola but um god dang it mason huh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah license that's, that's to ill yeah license to chill license to chill five five redux um Ward stories; those are like the three main ones. Yeah. Here today, Con Cabo, and then you know a bunch, a ton of, of you know YouTube videos for the website, yeah. the surfboard brand. So he's hey. won you know Surfer Pool Awards, best yeah. movie. Yeah, we right? won License to Chill. License won. to Chill. It was best web series, like one of the first years they did that. Yeah. They did. We were all when we did Ward stories. I was like, I think we were one of the first people to do like those episodic. It was like Blogs. 12 episodes, you yeah. know, and then we, we put it all together, and at that time, they didn't have, like, um, a Best Web Series Award or whatever, and we didn't get nominated. We I thought that was the best work by far we'd ever done, and, and we didn't get nominated because there was no category. They're like, well, it's not a movie, and and we're like, well, dude, we put it all together. Yeah, it's a four-hour movie. Like, yeah. yeah, you had then, to, like, recreate a category. Yeah, like at that time like, there wasn't like a web series award. Now there is. I mean, that's almost all there is. Yeah. But. Well, it's crazy to think how long you've been doing it, like yeah. making movies. It's crazy. And then your brother, also a surfer, right? Yeah. Noah. Noah, it? yeah. And he, uh, he wasn't was, he? He was Chloe Andino's like personal, personal filmer yeah. for I don't know, six or seven years. Like right when Chloe. Signed the big contract with Target, Nike, Red Bull, and then all those first years on the QS and on the tour. Yeah, you know, Noah's basically attached at the hip. Yeah. Now, how did um, how did those two connect through Lost? Through. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, 
you know, obviously Dina and Chloe have a really tight relationship with Biolas and Mike Riola, and they were like, I think they were literally like asking those guys like, hey, like Chloe's going to sign this contract and we're going to obviously going to be a big pro server this and that. We're looking for like a 20 something year old filmer kid with no attachments. Yeah. And, and then I think Noah, um, he was filming here or there like he did, he had, he had done an East Coast tour with Riola filming stuff. And so they're like, yeah, like we're trying Noah. And, and they did like a couple sessions like locally and they're like, okay, like this is the guy. And then I believe once Chloe like signed all his contracts, like no, it was part of the deal. You get your, your filmer. That's such a trip. Yeah, he didn't know that was written in for sure. Like, hey, I, you know, like we're gonna document yeah. like this, and yeah. here's, here's a budget for the filmer. Yeah. You know, I think Smart. a lot of it was just so they could watch the footage. You know, so he could study it. Yeah, well, just I mean, he was the biggest thing happening, and yeah. you the know, golden age of pro surfing. Yeah. But but you <laughs> could only days. yeah, I mean. But you want to work. You're going to be traveling, and you know, with with people. You want to know them, or at least get yeah, along, yeah. and have that kind of cool, like, yeah, no, he, he had to go and hang out with them, and, and yeah, they were kind of gave him like a testing stage. You know? <laughs> and they're like, okay, like this guy's this guy's cool, because yeah, like you said, I mean, you're going to be be with these people like day yeah. in and day out. Yeah, you're, you're sharing just a car, totally. room, or you know, at least you know. Cooking, yeah. you know, traveling, like airport, airplane. Totally. A Basically, lot of, your best plane, friend. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Your travel part. Until you miss a wave in the clip, and then you're fucking... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, you're in the, <laughs> then you're in the bad house. But I think a lot of the trips, like, because sometimes here and there, Dino wouldn't come, and those guys were too young to rent yeah. the cars and all that, so Noah would be, like, like the chaperone, too, like, because he was the only one old enough to rent the car. And, hmm. And he'd be, like, cooking the meals. He'd be doing a lot of stuff because they were just, like, full grom still, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on when you travel, yeah. you know? And yeah. you need people to pull their weight. So, moving into the couch surf... Couch surfing show. Couch surfing show. Your brother and your brother-in-law have a, a media company. Yeah, us three are, like, yeah. uh, business partners in Avani yeah. Media, three ways, and... Actually, um, Omar, my brother-in-law, the other partner, he he's really technically savvy, and he was um, he was keen on all this live stuff, and we just started messing around with it, like the, with these. Um, there's people on Twitch, and they do this like live stream where people just walk around the streets with this backpack that live streams, like that's you know guys have millions of views, and they're just like walking around the subway in New York. So that was like. The inspiration. Yeah, that was some of the inspiration, and and we wanted to like diversify the business, like like unfortunately the video business it's somewhat of a you know a race to the bottom. Like there's so many people that can video and do this and do it good. So like we're like, well, what are what what could we we need to start doing to differentiate ourselves somehow? And like this live broadcasting, live streaming, we had to start somewhere. So that was kind of the inspiration. He like DIY this backpack. That would live we stream. We talked about this on the podcast too. Yeah, right? I don't, yeah, maybe we'd done it then. And and the big like, I I think the show wasn't out. He did it at the contest. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that was where this came in to test it. Exactly. And, and they, yeah, they couldn't get their Wi-Fi up that first day. Yeah, no, they had they didn't have a broadcast. That it was day. our interview was right after that. Yeah, yeah right. Maybe it was after that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we hadn't started the show, but we were messing around with, with the live. You thing. actually did a live one. Yeah. 
right before we interviewed right. you and we talked about we it. actually called real and we're like hey like let us like patch into the the, the lost instagram and go That's live right. the day before actually because we're like you, you guys have all these um subscribers or followers so at least we'll have some views and we'll go down because everyone's gonna be practicing on the mayhems the day before and we went down and did that and then someone told like all the kids they're like dude no one's broadcasting the first round so we're like oh well let's just come back tomorrow and we'll like broadcast the first round act like like um we're the broadcasters yeah because they're not having a broadcast if they were having a broadcast like we wouldn't do it there would have been no point yeah and yeah we went down there it just gave you the opportunity to yeah we're like well they're not no one's broadcasting yeah and it wasn't like you're 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 worrying about scores and catching all the waves you're just getting the vibe of the beach vibe yeah. and people and a couple waves and, and, and people we were following around. the scores on the phone it was pretty loosey-goosey yeah, but, yeah. but eventually like, everyone caught on like, yeah all the competitors were like chiming in and coco's reposting oh you can watch the live heats here <laughs> and like we got through four or five heats and then the, the wsl guy came and like shut us down yeah and, and we shut down right away. We weren't there to, like, make some stink. We are just like, oh, you want us to turn it off? Like, no worries. Yeah. I, I remember talking to Chad Wells about it, like, and maybe even Ryan Simmons. Like, people were talking about it. Yeah. You it, know, like. Because people, you know, everyone, those guys are, everyone wants to see the. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those, the hardcore fans are like, dude, where's the first round? Like, we want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. So it caught on. Like, within one heat, like, everyone's texting each other. Oh, you can watch it here. You can watch it here. And then that's when, like, the, the WSL or someone must have heard and, like, came down and well, yeah, stopped it's, us. It's such a great idea, both for, like, you know, obviously to get the the, the viewership, you know, like, just, but yeah. the heat is just part of what goes on and behind the scenes and to, and not have it so cookie cutter, kind of like, yeah. like, you know, pre-production, like, just dialed. It's kind of loose, and yeah. that's what's appealing is... You don't know who you're going to run into. These aren't like set up interviews. You're just kind of cruising around. Yeah. To him? Oh, no, it's my dad. Oh. I knew that was someone was going to call. That's fine. Pause or <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But, uh, but it's kind of that grassroots, a little like edgy yeah. and not polished. It's, and it's kind, yeah. of, kind of like our show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, that first one was really un, unpolished. but And then a few months went by and I'm like, well, like. Like, how do we get, we want to do this live broadcasting. Like, how do we make noise? And we all, like, concept and it came up with this couch surfing show thing. And um, really, Omar's, like, a lot of it's his vision, the look and feel. Like, and like you said, it looks pretty loosey-goosey. But, like, we spent a lot of time on how it's going to look and branding and all this. There's a lot of pre-production that goes into it. And we made a decision, like, look, if we're going to do this, we can't, like, we can't just do a one-off. I think we're like, okay, we're gonna let's do let's do eleven, and, and and we'll call it a whatever a season or something. So that was that was the main, one of the main things. Like, dude, we can't just do a one-off and wait like three months. We're gonna yeah. do it like let's bang out. As which many one as we was can. the first one, Huntington? The first one that was at fifty-six with Spencer Purdy and Sage Burt. Okay. Just because I was like the easiest, like someone had to take a chance, you know, like. Well, the short beach, you didn't have to carry the gear. Too yeah, far. and that's yeah. like my local spa. They're my friends. Like, hey, can you do this? And Spencer, he's always looking to promote the Ben Carlson thing. And then Sage is a young pro surfer, so of yeah. course you want to promote yourself. But that that was the first episode, and it, and it went well. And like, honestly, like, gotta give more credit to Omar because he's he's like the technical genius that figured out how to shrink 
this this high quality webcast in the it's basically a two man crew because I'm just talking. Yeah. Like if you think about it, there's there's replay. We interact with the audience. The quality of the stream looks insane. Like all of that stuff. The switching different angles, all the camera oh, angles. The master of that. Yeah, like I I, I say it on the show. I'm like I challenge any surf video guy to figure this one out. Like go for it. Yeah. No one I know is gonna figure it out except this guy. Like any it's, any broadcast, a one star QS. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like six people, like minimum. Yeah. Camera angles, graphics guy, replay guy, this and that. It's literally yeah. two people. And we forget about that if you're not privy to all those yeah. technical things that you need to prepare for and do. You yeah. know, like, which is probably why the WSL didn't. They must not have had budget to run a webcast that day because it costs them an arm and a leg. Basically, each you day have to, for sure. You have to have all these people and all this technical know-how. Well, the cool thing too is it's mobile. You could pop it up anywhere, and yeah. you know, it's it's like super small footprint, and and the, and the guests you get, you know, yeah, they're, they're funny, yeah. but they're super knowledgeable. But then like, it's, it's cool to it's see great. it in Huntington, and then um, that two percent. Uh, event was gnarly. Yeah. Here, yeah, I think our yeah, I think our big breakthrough. Omar brought it up the other day. Like, obviously, I could get Spencer and Sage and my local buddies, but like the big breakthrough episode was, um, it was Brett Simpo and Brett Simpson and Ryan Simmons had those like Workouts. like unofficial work sparring matches, and Chloe and all those guys are all involved. And Chloe like texted my brother like, Dude, bring my couch down tomorrow because I've seen a couple episodes and like. Like, once you have those guys on, once Chloe sits down and Griffin sits down, it was just like, okay, now we could, like... Yeah. They yeah. just legitimize the whole thing. Yeah. Like, so... But their commentating is so funny, simple. Brett, Yeah, oh, he's the best. <laughs> and it's it's really loose, like you said. Like, I really think we captured, like, like the beach culture, the parking lot culture, where half the, half the guys are surfing and half the guys are sitting on the beach drinking coffee talking shit. Yeah. And it's not... Um, like, once you put yourself in that tent, like, in the booth of those other contests, like, you're isolated from the whole beach scene. You don't even feel like you're at the beach. Yeah. Like, that's what I think it really, like, is one of the main things that differentiates it. And you don't know who's going to come up. Like, yeah. you get all the characters on the beach. You get the Grom sitting down. Like You, just, you have to be PC you don't know in, in those WSL, competitive, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the, you know, competitive scene. In the competitive tent, you can't talk shit on your friends. Yeah, yeah. Where the couch surf... God, say it again. Couch surfing show. The couch surfing show. <laughs> Just call is, it the couch. It's all good. <laughs> but it's like perfect because it's friends talking shit on each other. Yeah. You know? I, I think it's because we're on the beach. Like It honestly just feels like it just becomes natural. Like, totally. Well, that's what a lot of people say. But like, people are comfortable, and and you know, surfers are comfortable on the beach. Yeah. Like, oh, and then and then. Um, but but going back to you, not you know, it's that parking lot vibe or whatever. Most of those surf turkeys can't even do a turn or whatever. So you're getting the, the banter <laughs> and the, like the the, yeah. the back and forth with guys that are well respected that fucking rip. Yeah. You know, and they're talking shit. So it's kind of like. Simpo's like the perfect. Oh, like, he's the best. He's the best. We literally have sound bites like where we just hit the button and it's like his a couple of his sound bites pop up. Omar has buttons. It's like hey, boom. you get him and both Hobgoods together and you're just like, oh what the God. fuck yeah. are these guys saying? They just, yeah. yeah, they just have zingers. And then a lot of like, um, you know, we cut up all these social media highlights afterwards, and a lot of those of like 
gone crazy viral. One of them was like Simpa. We just cut up all Simpa's like funny sayings. <laughs> and I, I, you can tell when they go viral because it's all these people that. You I mean, we. They, it's all that. these people that aren't surfers. Like that's when they start yeah. going, dude. What language are these people talking? <laughs> like all the server guys are. Oh, that's normal. Like oh, they're going. Oh, like. Well, you get all the comments like, dude, what are these guys speaking a language or what is this? I, I would have to say the number one, probably most viral, most watched is the, the kid in the you early play. suit at yeah. the wedge. Dude, it's like, fuck oh, yeah. that. Look that, that. that. You know, like, wait, wait, come Do you over. know that guy? No, I don't know. But you, you, yeah. you know, that thing's gone viral yeah, o- I, over I, and yeah. over and Just over. Just like that. It resurfaces. I used it on, yeah. on the Nolan. No, wait. I forget who I use it on. Recently. Yeah. It's, but it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes the highlights blow my mind too. I was like, dude, we didn't, we didn't say one word of English. <laughs> we were just making sound effects. Whoa, whoa, dude. Oh my God, that was insane. Like, it's, it's that's literally fun. hilarious. Yeah, that's why people like, yeah. So Once it goes big enough, you can see the comments. are like, I'm like, oh, this thing went viral because it went beyond the surfers. Yeah. The surfers think that's normal talk. <laughs> But then once you get the comments, we're like, dude, what the hell are these people talking about? Is that real? That's so bitching. And yeah. Unfortunately, you guys can't like schedule them no, but, consistently. Uh, yeah, we're we're technically a news show, so like you, you can't schedule breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta go down yeah, there. The weather's gotta be there. The the yeah. surf's gotta be there. You gotta just be you know. I mean, we really mobile. try to make it a news show. Like we're, you know, the the guests are panel of expert analysts, and we're we're reporting on this swell event, or we're, we're reporting that all the pros are down here yeah. practicing in Huntington. So. That's our little loophole. It's so far so good. Yeah. Do you have something in the in the works? The next one? Next episode? Yeah. No, we're 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 working on one. We're trying to go do one outside of Orange County. <laughs> so hopefully San Diego. We're talking to a couple people. You always got to get the okay from the locs. You yeah. Know? So like. Yeah, I mean, there's a definitely some beaches that when you would love to be at because yeah. the, the quality of the waves, but the no. local t- too touchy. It's Dude, a no go. Yeah, I'm gnarly, lucky and good. Was the the week cup at Lowers? Yeah, that was a huge Dude. episode too. For, I mean, those ones we the this and we do um like those special events. Like, there's kind of two different versions of our shows: the the regular breaking news episodes. Which are breaking news, and we randomly and those did. covering events. And then there's since we did that, people were like, oh, come like cover our event. I yeah. think because of that that scrimmage that Simpo did, where they're like, oh wow, these guys, this is good event coverage too. Yeah. It works for both. Yeah, yeah. It, it promotes you guys, but it also like when are you going to get a gathering of that many like oh, incredible yeah. uh, talents and, and personalities? And waves, they're just the waves were good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that lowers event. The waves were. Not great, but they were pretty fucking good. Pretty the good. one day of the day we did the couch, it was like pretty good yeah. hours. Yeah, like proper. Ben, the, I'll never forget Benji got like two nines. Benji Severson. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Taylor Knox got a lot 10. of people. Yeah, Everyone and Barry Deffenbaugh got that freaking eight something. Yeah, a lot of guys were ripping. Yeah. Yeah, it was like fun, good lowers. Yeah, but yeah, you're getting you know your setup kind of right in the mecca the the. The, yeah, we're just set up right in the trail there. But yeah, everybody's coming by, and you know, you had so many good guests. Yeah. The Saint Clemente, the two percent 
thing was pretty insane. Yeah, that was super fun. That Chloe's was... been thanks to Chloe, like he's been a huge supporter of, of the show and Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I want the couch to come to the event, you know, we're like, Oh, awesome. And that that's when you know to... you're kinda of killing it is yeah. when people are like, dude, come help you know. Yeah. yeah. They want you here. included in the, in the yeah. <laughs> we get that a lot. Yeah, and then that one, we get, you know, we got Griffin sitting down. Like, I mean, I was like, oh crap! Well, we got like the top servers in the world already on this show. It's yeah. pretty wild. We're only like however many episodes in. So, and yeah. and if you don't really, you know, outside of maybe some social media posts on those guys, because they do some some are pretty open, like you know Griffin. But you know, when you're watching them in the WSL, you know, it's in or before after heat and it's just always this kind of cut yeah. and dry oh, it's all you know they're so focused where this you get more of the personality yeah. they're a little like guards down and they're having fun and you know but, they're not, yeah i think like that first time chloe sat down at that scrimmage i went back and watched i'm like dude that am i am i tripping or is that like one of the most honest coolest interviews i've heard chloe do like because i know him pretty well and we're just rafting out and then you know you're commentating it goes by so quack quick because half the time there's there's the action going on so like you're commenting on that and it just every time we do the show i look over at omar i'm like how long have we been going like 20 minutes i'm like, no, been going like hour or more i'm like, like whoa like, it goes so yeah. quick it goes so fast with the action you know it just breaks it up like, it's weird when you're out in the water like speaking of time you know and you think like man it was so long like in between sets or that last time that, that you know that wave came through but as soon as you take your mind off that and you're doing other stuff and you look you're like it, you know the time goes by quick yeah. like when you're filming you know like i think you know sometimes that. that goes by slow <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're filming surfing but yeah but what you're doing is like you guys are talking and yeah. like stuff's going by and who cuts how do you know when to cut to a wave yeah and we have a lot of segments too like if anything gets slow we're like oh, i'm just be like oh let's go to clip of the week you know like i got a couple safety valves but yeah it's a trip. Like some of those, like the Clohe one, it was like eight hours. I was just like, by the end, like I was losing my voice. I was just like, if you watch me in the final, like I don't even want anyone to come over here. Like I can't talk to anyone anymore. Like I'm just going to watch this final. Like Yeah. Don't you guys like, you, you have put like segments in, in yeah, the shows. Yeah. Like we have this, the kook meter, um, clip of clip of the week. There we go. And then we, we have we always have highlights of all the guests. The kook meter, that pisses people off pretty, pretty good because one of our only sponsors, like steady sponsors, is kook of the day. So we, we do the collab post with them. And they, I mean, he's got a way broader audience than us. And that those are the ones where people are like, dude, these guys sound like, I sound like a valley girl. Like all this shit, people just start crapping on me. But it's it, pretty it, funny. But that's... You know, they're they're like, you know, Cook of the Day is like a viral, like, you know, huge, yeah, huge. Yeah. but the content that you're putting out, the content they respect, the content that they want to support yeah. is it's, so it's, cool. It's crazy how pissed, how yeah, pissed people get off about it. Because yeah. we're just like, we're talking about this. It's, it's ridiculous. It's the most stupid thing. Like, how <laughs> should you wrap your leash or shouldn't you? You know, and then like, dude, people get so angry about it. Like, like dude, don't don't take it so seriously don't yeah. take the surfing so seriously like, but it's funny because that is part of like surf culture like <laughs> this kid duke my yeah. son and i think i brought this up yeah we were at lowers and this this guy comes in and he like asks us for like a leash string he's like yeah like my my leash string like broke or whatever 
And my son looks over at him. He's like, what, you don't know how to duck dive? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he just got, like, cooped out by an eight-year-old. <laughs> it was just, like... Eight-year-olds are ruthless just nowadays. Just calling it out. Like, why'd that... Ha- like, he doesn't understand, like, you know, leashes could break or the yeah. leash string. He does this, like, so <laughs> like how to break. Like, you don't know how to duck dive. <laughs> so honest, but yet... Uh, Kids are just, the best. But they, but they know, like, the cook meter for sure. Yeah. Everybody does, right? Like, yeah. we know when we, <laughs> we cook it all the time. But there's so many things things that you could ask about that etiquette surf etiquette yeah. wrapping your leash i mean wetsuit in the car wetsuit that, that the was, car. there's yeah. so much stuff i mean it's the in, most minute funny things but every surfer is like really thinking about it like, yeah yeah. Like, I asked Corey Lopez and Chris Ward the, the leash wrapping thing, and they had, like, a full thing. Like, Corey's like, well, I go home and, like, lay the thing out straight and make sure that, that it's straight, because if you wrap it, it's going to get kinks in it. And then Chris <laughs> yeah. is like, I don't even have a leash, but, like, it's it's cool, like, if you carry your board backwards, then it looks okay. Like, I, I think, like, I don't know, surfing in the beginning was about, kind of about style and fashion, so... Yeah. I mean, it is silly and stupid, but uh, I mean, surfing so much about body language and style that yeah. it, it, it does make a difference. Preference. Well, look at all the claims <clears throat> that you see when people like, you know, that, there's, good. Pers- there's personality that, that, that yeah. is shown, you know, yeah. like there's a silent, we talk about that, the, the silent claims, the, you know, the FU claims, the whatever, like there are so many there's little, Goofy, all the little nuances, but, but it's like, so personal. Just like style, just like you know how yeah. you look, and you know how the way you prefer. carry your board, all that. Dude, so that's so funny. I carry my board one way, right? Yeah. Cookie way. How many I'm ways do you carry your board? I mean, one way. But one way. I could probably tell, like, just from far away, you guys walking yeah. down the beach, like, oh, this guy knows how to surf. Just, yeah. Just by the way the board's being held. Yeah. Paddle the way they paddle. All that. Everything. That's what I mean. The body language, everything is like. And all those little minute details. Like. Yeah. But the, the the simplest thing, too, carrying your surfboard. That is so, that is so like, non-significant, but it's so significant. Yeah. I mean, it is petty, but it's like, <laughs> dude, that's what we're looking like. Yeah. It's the body language. Like, it sends, it sends signals. I yeah. see, I, you know, Huntington in the parking lots have the stairs go down, and I see people all the time just... Just do 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 tails all dink, and they're like oh like they don't know how to yeah. like walk and, and yeah. tilt it down like you know like it's just <laughs> and it's, uh, there's got to be a little of like you're assessing because it's it's a free for all on some level to catch waves so like you're already assessing like okay that guy I could probably like arm him a little more because he might not catch that one yeah or like no dude that guy I could tell just by the way that guy's paddling he's probably knows what he's doing he's yeah gonna, he's gonna catch this one yeah he's, or this guy i don't know like maybe i should paddle for this one because look at that way that guy's paddling he might not catch it like you're kind of like assessing the enemy and how to do battle that's like. ex- that's experience right there <laughs> yeah that's you experience know? that's a man that knows 56th Surfing. street <laughs> i mean anywhere around here you got yeah. like but it, but 56 it, and lowers, right? 56, I know you just wait in the line. It's actually like more like Huntington because I don't know everyone. And, and that's it's, it's way more of a strategy yeah, of like, because there's, yeah. there's long borders and the peaks out here and there. I'm just like, okay, this guy looks like. <laughs> but your job, you know, to go out is to catch a lot of waves. Yeah. And, and to be aware of who's catching what. And that guy's going left always. He's never going right. Okay, make sure I'm on that side of him. You know, like yeah. it's just being oh, aware of all of that for sure. You got to take it all in when you're out there. <laughs> So, 
Um, should we, should we should call, call Sheldon? Yeah. Sheldon? Yeah. Okay. Couch so, show. We covered that. After. We'll pop back to it. Dude. Yeah. So, oh, he, so when did you guys meet? You and um, Sorry, my dad's texting again. Um, when did we meet? Um, that goes back to like um, Mason. We met, um, I think it was like one of the first trips I went over to Hawaii. We were filming the 5-5 five, five Redux, a fish movie. And and we're I was over at Mason's and the waves were really crappy on the North Shore, like windy, stormy. So we want to go to the west side, which is like, like you can't really film over there a lot of the, the spots. So I remember um, Mason's dad had to like call Rusty Kale on, I think, and we like got the permission, the okay. And we went over there and we were filming. Like the waves weren't like off the charts or anything. It was, it was pretty average. And and literally this kid like came out of the bushes. Mason and them knew him from like the contest and stuff. And But that was the first day I met him. And like he basically just latched onto us and he was ripping. I was like, oh my God, I never even heard of this kid. You know, like this kid's like as good as any kid his age. And, he and was, how old is he? How old was he? he? Must have been like twelve or thirteen. Wow! Man. So you've known him for a long time. Yeah, like if if you watch the film, there's all this Grom footage of him surfing and talking shit to the camera. Like I filmed all that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Like luckily I had that. I was like, oh my god, this stuff is like actually gonna come in handy. Now. Yeah. This is crazy. But I was like, that must have been two thousand nine or two thousand eight. It's funny he's on a Pizel. If he watches like Pizel's old logo, like I don't even know where he got the board and the footage, but. That's where I first met Sheldon through Mason. Okay. So just a day that you know North Shore sucked, and you guys were yeah. just go find some waves. Just find some waves. Like it wasn't the waves weren't like all time or anything. But and Mason and him were already buddies, or yeah, they yeah. already knew each other. You know, just it's pretty small. And and Sheldon would 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 get to some of these NSSAs and stuff like and surf the events. So Mason knew him already from that. And then he basically just like latched on us that day. And I think he even like came back to us to the North Shore and, and hung out a few days. He's actually in the old fish movie, like way in the bonus section. We like throw him in there. Nice. A couple waves. But, and, and then he was on the North Shore. The with before. What's that? In the 5-5 five, five redo or? 5-5 five, five redo, yeah. He's like way in the bonus section. But um, yeah, that's how I first met him. And then like obviously he... he uh, had a hard time like getting off the island and kind of disappeared for a while and then like four or five years ago he started coming to the north shore and like um, reconnected with mason and mason kind of took him under his wing and then <clears throat> me and mason have done so many projects we just we're just always spitballing ideas and stuff yeah and then i was like whoa like you're hanging out with sheldon like i remember that kid he was the gnarliest just foulest mouth kid i've ever seen like but it was just ripping like insanely hard and then he just kind of disappeared so yeah he he um mason just kind of reconnected with it reconnected with him like five or six years ago yeah and then i was i mean i was always intrigued by his story like it was just insane that he was even here and alive and 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 he still was a um world-class surfer like he started traveling with mason mason started taking him everywhere he was getting all these clips and uh the way it was actually like the the stories of like kind of a hardcore documentary about his whole childhood growing up homeless, but it actually started the original idea me and Mason had was we wanted to get him sponsored and document his whole road to sponsorship and becoming a pro because 
he'd been so isolated. Like he hadn't, he didn't have his passport till like the year before. So he, he, he didn't like all these kids around here probably know who the sales rep is, how being a pro server, all this stuff works. Like he had no clue about any of this. So we're like, oh my God, this is like, we have a world-class surfer it's that's so like in his twenties and it's pro level. Like it would be like so funny to document him going through all these new things, like getting the box of clothes and this and that. And then that's as, so crazy, which we talk about like all the time. And you know, like that process of getting sponsored, getting that sticker, getting free stuff. Like, yeah. well, it's, he you was know, just when so you were, like, when you were going isolated. through that, yeah, when you were going through that whole thing where he, he doesn't know any of that and he comes out of nowhere. And, you know, when you think of uh, basketballs that come from, like... From the ghetto, yeah. Yeah, no, well, not just from the ghetto, even... even oh, here he is. He wants in on the interview. Perfect. Let's just call answer. Like, guys that come from Africa, right? Yo. Okay. Hello. Wait, you guys almost ready? You're live. We're, we're You're live. On. You're on. Let's, we're just gonna do it like this. There's no, there's no FaceTime. It's better audio. Okay. But yeah, you're, we're gone. You're live. You're, the phone's next to the microphone. How you, how you doing? Shell, it's Shell Dog, right? <laughs> Shell Doggy Door. Shell Doggy Door. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, brother. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys. Stoke. No, thank you, man. This is epic. We were uh, we were just kind of getting into your story, and I was just telling him how we we started the con the original concept of the story or the yeah. film. So, Sh- Sheldon, um, tell us how kind of tell us how you got into surfing. So, got into surfing because my oh well, we lived in the west side in Waianae and. It was either the beach or the roads and the streets, so my mom would always make sure I was at the beach, and I was always, like, jumping out of the house, running to the beach, and surrounded by all my friends that, like, surf, so that's pretty much was, like, the key to, like, success, you know, was the ocean. Well, we know a lot of kids in Hawaii start young, you know, because it's, it's, like you said, it's escape and to keep keep you uh, in a good good environment. When did you pick up a board, like, surfing-wise? For surf. When did I pick up a board? Yeah, like when did you, when, like how old were you when you started surfing? Uh, I think I was about eight years old when I first started riding surfboards. Who, who gave you your uh, first board? Who gave me my first board? Yeah, where'd you get it? I think Johnny, Johnny Boy Golden's my cousin gave me my first like shortboard I ever had. Are you guys, I was, riding, I was riding all his boards, it was like seven O's and just, Made for a guy that's three hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you guys blood uh, blood relatives? No, he's yeah, he's my um, he's my blood cousin, my first cousin. Oh, nice. Yeah, that runs in the family then. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that'll help, uh, that'll help you get waves. Runs in the blood. Yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, where was your go-to spot um, surfing over there, Miley Point yeah. or? Straight to Macaw Beach. Straight to the, the shorty there. Woo! Yeah. Oh, you should see him. Like, the way he serves Macaws, it's crazy how they, they time the backwash there. Like, yeah. it's such a hard way of it, right? It's he, so gnarly. He, he times the backwash, like, blow tails, airs, and stuff. It's, it's pretty yeah, it's amazing. Like the, one of the slowest, it's like one of the slowest waves probably in the world. 
But like, if you get it, if you get it down, it's like definitely one of the funnest ways. That's epic. And um, how how <clears throat> when was the first time you met Mason? So I met Mason when I was about maybe 13, 14. Um, I met him through my other friend that was surfing. And I was just with him going to the North Shore, and he kind of knew Mason. And we um, we ended up going to Mason's house. And I just met Mason, and we were, um, I think we were playing ping pong. And, and me and my friend, like, always tease each other about our moms, and, like, we were kind of harsh on each other. <laughs> and Mason was just so rattled. He had no clue. Like, he thought, he thought Heisen was the nuts guy and didn't, didn't meet me yet. And, and he just seen me, like, teasing this big kid and, like, almost making him cry. And, like, he just wanted to kill me. And then Mason was like, damn, like, who is this little guy? Like, I, I want to bring this guy around more. And, and it just, like, clicked from there and started going, like, every other, every other week. And at the time, I was homeless, so Mason would give me boards and clothes and, <laughs> they'd come down to my camp and Uncle Mike actually gave me a little dirt bike one time when wow. I was young and that pretty much almost fucking ruined my life too <laughs> yeah but good thing I got off the dirt bike why is it gonna crash yeah I didn't want to crash it everybody was like you're gonna crash that thing get rid of that thing so I got rid of it so the the whole family took you under their wing early early on I mean, they, well, not really took me under my wing, but Mason was just there to help me, you know, whatever I needed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I was still living, like, I was just going rapid, you know, wherever. Like, I wasn't really living somewhere, you know? Yeah. Now, what were you... I had my, my parents always had the camp at the beach, but I was just everywhere, like, all my friends' house, and I didn't want to sleep on the, in the tent. I was over it. Yeah. I, I watched the... The documentary and saw a lot of the stuff that you went through. Um, fucking gnarly. Um, yeah, there's like a there's a part where me and Mason like split up because she was helping me for a little, and then it, you know how it goes. Like I kind of went my own path, and I started messing up. And not gonna lie, I was doing all the bad things, you know, drinking and hanging around the bad crowds, and and my surfing just went out the window. I didn't think about surfing and. I kind of like found my girlfriend and I kind of like started getting my head back in the game and, and Mason seen me kind of doing a little better and he I had a little backing on my side so he kind of like swooped in and said hey you know I can help you I want to take you on a surf trip so I was like oh sick that'd be sick and I didn't know that Joe and Mason were kind of planning out the little story because it was like a surprise for me but it all it all worked out really well I'm very thankful yeah well, going back though, um, were were you? How did you get to surf surfing contest? Did you did you like? Did so you start early and like it? That, there's a guy that's in our movie. His name is um, Heisen Linky, my best one of my best friends' dad, and he used to take us to the contest when we were little, try to help us out, you know, give us a chance, take us to the events, and feed us and bring us back home and. Kiana sings and that. I wasn't really into it then. First and then along the line, there was uh, Charlie Carroll. And Charlie Carroll kind oh, of yeah. tried to help us as well. And and once Charlie like got on board, he started taking me to the contest. And I actually started like riding good boards. He, he helped me get a few good boards. And I started like doing good in the contest. So I, I, would, I would say Charlie Carroll was the, and Heisen was the ones that like got me into the contest surfing. Nice. And you were winning them, right? <laughs> Oh, I was winning. I was beating um, 
I was beating all the road, like the junior road champs to come back to Hawaii and, and they, were, they wouldn't beat me. I would still be the champ here at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like sponsor? Like how, like how did you get your first sponsor? They were so, scared to sponsor him. I was with Sonny Garcia. It's a long story. And I went over there to the house and I was on Affliction. And, oh, I also was going to get sponsored by Volcom. This is another gnarly story. And... So I got Volcom, everything was all good. They had a house here in Makaha, and somehow that night, the, the, the lady's purse that was going with Clint Makata got robbed in the house while I was there. So they all blamed me. I got the blame, the full blame. Oof. On taking the $1,200, and they kicked me out of the house. They took my board. They ripped all the clothes off my body. They're like beating me, like blaming me. I'm trying to tell them, like, well, I promise to God it wasn't me. It wasn't me, and then... Sure enough, long story short, but the kids got caught stealing at um, Brian Kelana's house, like right on the same road, maybe a few nights later. And then they all um, found out that it wasn't me and they all felt bad, but it was like too late, you know, I already was like, fuck all you guys, you know, like, yeah. I didn't want to go back with them, but. And then after that was affliction, that's another long story, and I had all my friends around, and, and also, God bless him, my friend that just hung himself, Ronson. He, he was with me in the house, and I don't know, some iPods went missing, and, and of course, I got the blame, and I couldn't, like, say it was Ronson, or I would have got beat up, and just typical wine eye things, and so my first sponsor was probably Affliction, I would say. That was my first sponsor. Through, through Sonny? Yeah, it was through Sonny Garcia. What the hell did you wear from Affliction, bro? <laughs> So they made, they made like fight gear, you know, surf shorts and shirts and clothes and stuff. Yeah. So we were just like using their clothes. At the time, I didn't really know anything about it. So I was just taking whatever I got through Charlie Boy. So I don't know if Charlie was like scooping half of my stuff and just like taking advantage. <laughs> but, but whatever, I was a little kid and where wasn't did, really smart yet. Where, where did Keanu and his dad fit in that timeline? What? Where did Keanu and, and, and Tommy Singh fit in so that time? That's, like, that's another story. That was like when I was going to the contest with Charlie and stuff, and, and Uncle Tommy seen me, and he like wanted to help, and I was super cool to Keanu at the time. And Keanu, Uncle Tommy would bring all the like all the top dogs to come surf with them, like Clay Marzo, Heisen, and all the guys that were like kind of gnarly at the time. So I was always like trying to get in with the crew and. And I don't know, for some reason I, I, I went in and Uncle Tommy just like, he like fell in love with me and he wanted to like adopt me and make me his son and and it was all good, I was about to go with him and I just like didn't, last minute I didn't want to um, leave my parents. Yeah. Because I didn't want to leave my mother on the on the beach and, and just abandon her, you know, just because of, oh, these guys got a big house and they want to take you to school and, and have you follow your dream. But in my mind I was like, yeah, but I, I'm not going to feel... I'm not going to feel complete, you know, leaving my parents like that on the beach, which I know it probably would have been a good idea now, but at the time it wasn't to me. So anyway, Uncle Tommy was there. He he wanted to help me, took me in. And then all of a sudden I started beating his son at the contest. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't go over well. I don't know if we should use this for a lie, but but, because I love Uncle Tommy and all my heart. You're already live. (laughs) Okay, we're live. But anyway, I started doing good in the contest and, and, and things changed a little and, and it got a little awkward. And then me and Keanu went from like best friends to a little rivalry and, and you know how it is, surfing. And, um, we never really 
um, grew apart as friends. We always was friends, but we definitely wasn't as close as we was when we first started, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, um... I love, I love, um, Uncle Tommy. I think that, that he, he definitely helped me out a lot. I love that guy. Yeah. Go, yeah. go, going back to when you were a Grom, um, what boards were you riding? So just, when I was a Grom, I was just riding anything, any board I could find, broken nose, chip skag, broken tail. I'd cut the boards in half, so it's like, if it's a 7-0, I'll just cut it in half, so it's a shorter board, and I'll just go in um, whatever people's, like, shops and just ask them if they got any old boards, or... And then Charlie started, like, getting me some boards after that, and I think um, he got us on Kashiwai. You know Jason Kashiwai? Yeah. You heard of that guy? Yeah. So we were on that guy for a little while, and then I had a couple other friends, dads, that were kind of, like, talking down about us, saying that we're selling the boards, and then that, that sponsorship went out the window. And I feel like at the time I was still a little kid, and I wasn't really prepared and ready for what I how I am now you know so at the time I didn't really realize what a sponsor was so I was just going off of pure excitement yeah I mean you gotta I mean that you know coming from where you're at you know to getting free stuff it's like I mean anybody in any situation would have been pumped to get that stuff yeah and of course some of the sponsors yeah and of course some of the sponsors are probably thinking like well if they know any any part of your your situation they're probably thinking yeah he's selling stuff he's not really representing he's just using us it's got to be a hard dynamic to kind of i feel like i feel like they never knew the real situation yeah all the main guys and they would just hear people talk yeah but they would see me surf and they'd be like fuck like the kid's so talented but it's like we can't sponsor him like he's, he has a mouth which i i did you know and i wasn't I wasn't raised like completely silver spoon with a mom telling me not to say fuck you to the judge, you know? Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, you didn't give me the score, fuck you. You know, I grew up rough and, and where I'm from, guys get like dealt with, you know? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, fuck you and fuck surf, fuck the surfing world. But I got a little older and I learned that, you know, that ain't the route. And I've seen guys, I've seen guys do it and, and not, not make, or like not really look good, you know? Like, I don't want to say it, but. I've seen my cousin do it in his career and Sonny and they all they all played the punk role, you know? Yeah. And to tell you the truth, it, it works a little, but it doesn't get you far, you know? It, at the end of the day, people want you to be nice and professional and not a punk, you know? Because you won't get very far being a punk. So yeah. I learned that right away. So I know it's in the movie and stuff, but were you always homeless in the beginning? Or did you... So, to tell you the truth, I wasn't always homeless. My mom then had Section 8, so sometimes we would, like, we'd move into a house for, like, a week or two, and my dad would go do his thing. He'd be doing good, and then next thing you know, he's fucking up again. He's not paying the rent. Boom, we get evicted. So now we're, like, back on the street. We had a truck. We're living in the truck. We don't know where to go. But my dad, somehow my dad is so lucky because he has the Section 8, so he somehow always got, like, a, a run-down house, you know? But he would always not pay the rent, so we'd always have to go back to the beach. So yeah. this one time, he didn't pay the rent, and he's going super bad, and we went back to the beach, and that was it. We stayed, I think we stayed on the beach for like 15 years. Fuck. And then and then finally, my my dad got fucking kind of back to it and got a house in Miley again. But I already was with my girlfriend by then, so it was all good. Yeah. 
That's so crazy. Yeah. So we talk about. I, I did. I did homelessness like in and out all my life, pretty much all my kid life. Yeah, we're you know you got a rich surf rich community you know from the west side. So many great surfers over the years have have come out from the west you know from your area. Who who did yeah. you grow up? Who did you grow up like surfing with and hanging with over there? So I I grew up around Brian Pacheco. You ever heard of Brian Pacheco? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, he's like one of the best surfers to ever come out of the West Side from where I'm from. Yep. And he took me under his wing when I was really young because I'm like best friends with his nephew. And his nephew, is that's who I like started surfing with too when I was a kid. And yeah, I was just hanging around Brian Pacheco and, and a Buffalo Kealana and Rusty Kealana and, and just all the animals you know, from the West Side. So pretty much taught me to be who I am today. They all took you under their wing at Makaha, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I, I surfed third dip. I was blessed a couple of times, you know. I got the grace to come surf over there a couple of times with Pacheco and, and Davey Boy yeah. Gonzalez. And I also, like, I hung around my cousin for a while, Johnny Boy. Yeah. But then he kind of, like, did his own deal, you know. So I was, like, kind of with him sometimes and then sometimes not. Yeah. <laughs> Keep at arms, was, arms length. Shaking up the world, so I was terrified of him. Yeah, he was intimidating, that's for sure. Yeah, so, he was not ready at the time. So, uh, Joe told us the first time he met you, he and Mason, he and Mason were, were went to go surf Makaha, was it? Or just West Side? Just West Side, yeah. No, I, was at, I remember it was at Cal, and I don't think Joe knew that I lived on the beach, or maybe he did. Mason might have told him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and then. Mason came down, I just came out of the bushes, like, what's up? Like, ready to surf, and Joe was just mind-blown, like, never seen that before, and I think it touched Joe's heart right there, right at that instant, and Joe was like, fuck, we gotta, like, do something, like. For sure. I yeah. think that was the moment that Joe kind of, like, realized that this is more than just, like, a, a surf store, or a surf, like, you know? And how, how old were you then? 12, 13? I was, like, I was, like, maybe, maybe 15. Oh, 15. 12, or 13, 15, around there. Yeah. And then and then you and Mason became really good friends then, right? Yeah, we became brothers after that. And then you said that you kind of went down the wrong path? Yeah, so I was doing good, surfing with him, eating sure, eating all his sure at his house, staying there for weeks, not going home, not brushing my teeth, not showering. <laughs> <laughs> but I went back home and... Yeah, I got caught up in a bad crowd and the bad situations, and I kind of went astray of surfing for a little while and doing the bad things, you know? Yeah. And then I finally, I met my girlfriend, and her dad is like a badass skater and badass fighter and surfer, and he kind of pulled me in the, into his house and talked to me and told me, like, you can we can help you, we'll help you get a bank account, just don't steal from our house, don't hurt my daughter, and... And everything will be good. I was like, yeah, I love your daughter. I'm not going to hurt her. I want to change my life. And next thing you know, I started doing all the competitions on my own. And I I somehow won the QS in Tahiti. And Mason seen that right away. And Mason was like, I think once I won the contest, Mason was like, okay, like, this is like, this is heavy. Like, this is like a real movie, you know? Like, this kid is actually like coming from nothing and becoming something like Fuck yeah. And I think once I won the contest, it hit me right there. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do. And I always wanted to be a pro surfer, so. How old were you? I know I'm not at the top right now on the world tour, but 
I feel like me and Nathan and like there's a lot of free surfers that that is unique to the surf world. I feel like me and Nathan is like people that you need in the surf world right now. Absolutely. Without characters like us, I think this this whole surfing industry will just go will go crumbling into like like a jock sport and like you, you want to see the guys with character, you know? You want the characters. Absolutely. How old were you when you won that contest in Tahiti? I was 25 years old. Wow. So, so that was three years ago, four years ago. Wait, no. <laughs> five years ago. Oh, five years yeah, ago. Five years ago. And, and, then, and then since then, I've been making semis, quarters, semis, quarters, every event. It's like, fuck, I'm, I know I'm going to crack the final again soon. I know. But I've been like, I've been really consistent this last three years. I've been making semis every contest almost. He was in the U.S. Open this year, for first year. That's A couple great. challenger events. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, we talk about, like, you know, people, you know, kind of extending the olive branch out, you know, and trying to help. But, you know, they they got to see it, you know, on your side, too, you know. And it felt like you got yeah. you had some good opportunities. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, people, like, the surf back in the day, they were like, oh, we can't help this kid. We can't do this. But they... They really don't know what I came from. Yeah. And for me to still be here and doing what I'm doing is literally a, a miracle. Yeah. Because you know? people that, like me that was in my shoes, they, they would have buckled a long time ago. And I got people that was in my shoes that I, I knew were so talented and, and they're dead and gone, you know? They yeah. hung themselves or they're in jail. It's like a crazy... It's just a crazy world we live in here on the west side it's so crazy to to hear about that because when we think hawaii we think of paradise you know as surfers from different parts of the world you know there's there's ugly places in every place but like where you come from is dude that's paradise we don't ever think that anything bad happens there but oh it's definitely paradise but there's definitely some dark dark places in paradise, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what struck me. That blew my mind that first day. Like, it's such a juxtaposition over there. Like, just turquoise blue, beautiful water, and then and then tents on the beach. Yeah. Like, I feel like this story is, like, really important for kids around the world, or just not even surfers in general, just people. Because compared to a Silver Spoon kid that has everything that he wants growing up, and for me to not really have much and... and follow my dreams and and to at least get to where i am now is like a literally a miracle so yeah i just want to thank i want to thank joe and i want to thank nation and alani media thank all you guys for putting us on the podcast and hell yeah I just thank the you shallow the world gets to see it and, and they get to uh, start liking my instagram post and <laughs> get me, get me popping that's what we're here to, here to promote, here to celebrate. You know everything you've accomplished, man. It's so, it's huge. So, uh, h- how long were you on the dark path after after being friends with so Mason? I was on the dark path for like five years straight. Fuck, man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And what you know, you know what it is? It's it's when you don't have much and you see everybody having a lot of things and and you're just living on the beach, depressed. And, you know, you, your only option is either to do drugs and, and fucking fade away or to man up, be strong, and fucking 
fight the demons and just follow your dreams, you know? Yeah. So I had two choices. I could have stayed what I was doing, and I definitely wouldn't be here right now talking to you guys on this thing. Or I could have followed my dreams and just believed in myself to be what I am today. So yeah. I'm just thankful that I'm still here. And yeah, we, we, t- we talk about surfing on like, you know, one hell of a drug it is and it could you know you could be in a dark place with you know doing doing whatever drugs but man if you could just focus on on like surfing Surfing. like your your passion your true love you know and just getting a little support and having having that to look forward to it 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 really makes a huge difference like we we say how surfing has changed that's it's our whole life everything that we owe you know whether you come from a good family or not like we all we all are in the brotherhood of surfing, you know? So, yeah. Sheldon, you you and Mason surf the gnarliest, shallowest, <laughs> sharpest, heaviest fucking surf breaks around the world. Um, yeah, we, we don't, if it's not spitting fauna, we don't paddle out. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do you charge it before Mason or like, is it half and half? Like, what's the who 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 challenges who first? Wait, wait, wait! Say that again. Like, when you go to these places, who who goes out first? Who charges first? You or Mason? So it's usually it's usually either or. Sometimes it's Mason pumping me up, and sometimes it's me pumping him up. Yeah. So say we go to the spot and it's pumping and it's shallow and it's scary, and I'm just like, bro, oh, we don't gotta go like. We don't gotta prove anything. And he's like, Yeah, you're right. But But I'm out there. We actually do. We actually do. And I'm like, Yeah, you're right, we actually do. So we're out there and we just we 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 basically watch each other's back like on every wave. We make sure we're all good, you know, and I know Mason's a guru in that, that reef stuff and I think I'm just as I'm like right behind him. I'm his little I think I'm his little pro- project right now, whatever. I said prodigy. Yep. Prodigy, yeah. I, I don't think there's too much guys that are that can handle with mates right now on that kind of waves. And, Fuck no, and man. If you, ask him, if you ask him yourself, he'll tell you straight, like, Sheldon will, will be right there, you know, with me, like, head to head. Yeah. Perfect surf partner for well, him. Well, like, yeah. like you mentioned, we need personalities. We need we need different types of surfers with different backgrounds. And, and the content you guys put out, it's it's freaking exciting and it's awesome and you guys rip and i mean I, I, there's no shortage of support you just keep put, pumping out good stuff yeah it's a bit hard for me because i wish i could get a deal for my filmer like um because if i had a deal so if i could get a deal to pay my filmer i would be like guaranteed stacking way more stuff but it's hard for me i don't really have a filmer every time so i try to get in with mason and rory as much as i can you know yeah. And, and with what, whatever I can film on the side too. So my, my dream is to keep going on this surfing career and, and maybe I get enough budget to film my, or pay my filmer and I can do exactly what Mason's doing one day, you know? Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like I'm really unique in the water and, and a lot of people can um, enjoy my surfing. Definitely. And not only my surfing, but just me in general, you know? So I want to like get on the YouTube and start pumping out some more stuff, so... Any sponsors out there? If you guys want to jump on board, we're really ready. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love it. Well, we, we these we, guys know them all. <laughs> yeah, but we we talk about you know, you know how 
great it is to watch somebody that rips, but it's also equally as cool as when they could, you know, like you're talking about YouTube, like putting together something that's organic, that's you, your personality, and then you're, com you know, comboing it up with incredible waves. Like that's, that's the, the dream match right there. Yeah. You know, there's guys out. And for me, I could go like, I could go to the campsites and like where people are homeless here in, in, in line and, and go film people that, and not, I don't think any surfer in the world could do what I can do, you know? So I'm really like special and blessed with this opportunity I have. And I know I can like inspire a lot of kids from here, from Waianae. And, and that's my goal is to uh, just inspire some kids and keep it, keep the dream alive in, in Hawaii and Waianae, you know, surfing and whatever they want to be. Anything is possible. Yeah, pay it forward. So when when you heard when you and Joe or Joe came to you and said, "Hey, we want to make a movie on on based on your life story," what were you thinking? So in the beginning, it wasn't a movie. It was Nathan was like, "We're gonna go on the surf trip. We're gonna film. We're gonna make a little edit of our surf trip." I was like, "Oh, sick! That sounds good." And then Joe, I didn't know anything about the movie. Joe didn't, didn't tell me. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was, they, they didn't even tell me all the way up to where I got sponsored. Cause they, I remember Mason like surprised me like, oh, we're going to France, and I started crying. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, sorry for swearing, but I was like, what? I'm going to France and just tripping out, and I didn't I had no clue. And then I think like uh maybe did we Joe did we come back from France and did the sponsor or before? No, it was so uh, <clears throat> yeah we got we we pitched it to Rip Curl and. And to Sheldon's credit, I think when we were pitching it, he won that QS. And that's when they were like, okay, like this isn't just like Mason's buddy who's trying to get sponsored. Like this, this guy just won a QS, which he's got to, to Sheldon's credit, I think that's what put him over the top. Like, okay, like this. Yeah, that, that win kind of made everybody. Yeah, because otherwise it's just us going, dude, we promise he rips, you know, he's yeah. good. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. And then he so won the, the QS. Was the first thing, the first kind of project was getting him sponsored yeah i mean like he said it was gonna be a kind of a shorter project we were gonna in get him sponsored in the beginning rip Curl gave me they literally only was gonna give me a thousand bucks and some clothes <laughs> yeah. but but and we the main guy the main guy neil rich rich neil whatever rich or you seen the movie yep neil rich and then he was like there's no fucking way we're gonna give this kid only a thousand dollars Oh, I'll tell him about that. Well, there was two trips. So the first, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so after, I guess they made a deal, and then we flew up to California, and I, I signed the contract, and they started giving me a little more, and, and yeah, I'm just super thankful for Joe and and um, Mason. But yeah, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. So, the first, I, I, I might have told him earlier. Like the first idea was to have, just it was going to be like a short rip curl vid or a short vid we did. Um, of him getting sponsored and, and we'll follow him around and he's learning all these, learning how to be a pro surfer. So we convinced Rip Curl, okay, we're going to sponsor him and, and, and we're going to fly over there and we're going to totally surprise him with it. It's, it's a scene in the film. Like, yeah. And he's talking about France. We, we, he kind of was on to us. Like what's going on? Like he was kind of like, Filming so we're like, let's smoke bomb. We gotta, we gotta surprise him that it's actually a trip to France. So earlier in the day we were like, okay here's the surprise you're going to france with mason here's two boards so he it kind of got him off the scent and then that night we're like oh we're gonna go to um Derek ho's house and barbecue and and we want to film all the guys jamming that's why we have all the cameras and lights and stuff 
because we want to film Uncle D and 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 his stepdad Timmy Vendetta, Gavin Beshin, all like jamming. That was our excuse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we had all the lights and cameras. We even mic Sheldon up. I'm like, oh, I need to get one more interview with you. And then that's like the scene where Bam comes in and sponsors him. And that was. After we had that footage, like we went back and watched it, and I was like texting the scene to Mason. I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm like teary eyed here. Like wow. this is crazy that, yeah. that we got this like genuine thing. And then and then uh, and then this North Shore season started, and and this is when Neil Ridgeway, all the people were at the Rip Curl house, and and we had made like a 20 minute cut from the first trip, which had that scene and some other scenes like where we go where Sheldon was homeless and it was it was basically like a 20 minute cut like a pilot and none of the Rip Curl guys had seen it yet and they're like okay bring it over to the house and we'll watch it with Mick and Owen and everyone and we'll have a dinner blah 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 and I'm sure everyone there is like okay this is like it's gonna be like the sponsor check out the new kid that rides for us this is his sponsor me video here's some clips And, and we showed the thing at the house and like, so hold on. You made this little clip, twenty minute clip. Yeah, we made like clip. a twenty minute clip just from the first we trip. It. We showed it at Turtle Bay too, so everybody kind of like had the. the oh, oh yeah, that. That was still part of the. So we, we, we kind of set up some scenarios where he like. We're like, oh, we'll, we'll do a show at Turtle Bay after Surfer Pole, so we can get Sheldon on the red carpet, like. We kind of created these scenes where he looked like a high-end pro server because we were still like, okay, this is like the becoming a pro yeah. movie. And then we showed it at the Rip Curl house a couple nights later and like literally everyone was like crying at the end and they, Mick, Fanning, Owen, right? They all got up in a row to shake Sheldon's hand. And I swear, I look back and I see Neil Ridgway like turning his head, like going into the, going into the bathroom, like crying. Cause wow of that last scene and then that's when neil was like oh my god like i had no idea this is what you guys are up to like this is next level and then so the obviously it looks great for them like because so the the documentary wasn't even planned yet no it was a sponsor me it was a sponsor it was a sponsor video basically we're gonna document sheldon becoming a pro and it was gonna be like kind of like this funny thing with him and mason going around and okay here's your first autograph signing and and this and that but then once we dug into the story where we were like, and wow, the reaction so that you got deep. that yeah, night. Like, and, then, and, then like, the, and then Neil was like, okay, like we're back in this 100%. Like I didn't know, like, I didn't know this was this powerful. Like, so that night, f- through the doggy door, that was, was the, born. That was the turning point right there. Yeah. So that, that $1,000 a month contract got ripped up pretty quick? I guess. Yeah, I mean, like a few more hundred, but. But they flew. <laughs> Neil's like, okay, come to Bell's. You guys are gonna show this thing at the the sales meeting and all this stuff. Like, wow. yeah. Which sucks because Neil's not there anymore. So we kind of lost a big ally when when he was he left. So. But, yeah, Neil was a man. But yeah, that night was like, whoa, like we're onto something like really deep here. Like, because yeah. everyone was just like so, had tears in their eyes. I, I'm. I'm replaying the scene at uh, Derek Ho's house when everyone's there and and you get presented, you know, with a box, yeah, right? Yeah, a box and a little contract yeah. and, and a rip curl hat. And, and that was like, was that your first ever kind of like real sponsorship? I know you were sponsored by the other brands, but like this yeah, time. Yeah, that was my first ever like 
real like big box of clothes and, and big sticker on my nose. From yeah, a real legitimate surf brand. Yeah, from one of the a, biggest brands in the world. Or if I got a nice barrel, I would always point at my nose and I would be like, where's the sticker? Like, I need a sticker. <laughs> like, just like, like saying, like, I want to get sponsored, you know? And You're like and that I, dude from uh, I, Show I, Me the Money. <laughs> yeah, when I seen Dan come up to me and he's like, so, we got a surprise for you. I didn't really know at the time because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting close to go to France. Like, Dick from Rip Curl. And then he's like, so, you're going to need this and that. And then he showed me the contract. I didn't even read the contract. That's how happy I was. I was <laughs> and, like, I didn't care. I didn't even look to read the contract, how much they were giving me, because I, I figured, fuck, they're going to take care of me. I'm so stoked, you know. It, was, it literally was like a moment in my life where I, everything just came off of my shoulders. And I don't know. It was just, um. it was real special. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm so thankful. glad it was documented, you know, like, because... You know, you guys could have just kind of cut it off at the, you know, sponsorship, and then you you carried through and really yeah. told the whole story. I mean, when you watch, yeah, I mean, that was the part. I was like, I remember texting Mason, like, dude, I don't know about you, but I'm like, got tears in my eyes every time I watch this. I'm like, dude, me too. Like, yeah, this, this is crazy. We like captured this genuine moment. Yeah, that moment just hit me hard because I just thought of all the times when I was little and all the hard times I went through and. I didn't even look at the contract. I, I kind of did later. And then after I looked at it, I was like, well, wow, like, fuck. Hell, like, I, I mean, I think I'm worth more than this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I, I'm very thankful, though. Don't get me wrong. I love Rip Curl with all my heart. And I thank them so much for the opportunity. And, but in my mind, I'm like, oh. I, I was crying. I was like, yeah, I'm on Rip Curl. I got a sponsor. And I looked at the contract. And I was kind of like, wee, whoa, what is this? Like, I think I'm a little more. I'm worth a little more. And then, <laughs> That's for more. Um, Neil, when once Neil seen the movie, that was it. They all kind of like realized how gnarly and how much I really appreciated it, you know? Yeah. That's so good. get sponsored and they're just like, man, they just throw shit down and they're just like, whatever, you know? But to me, it was like, that was like the main, that was like my goal in life and everything just hit me one time right there. So, yeah, who, that was special. Who, who is lucky enough to sponsor you now? I don't know. I, 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 I need some glasses sponsors, some fins. <laughs> you got lost surfboards. That's I'm, pretty I'm, good. I'd be blessed to have any sponsor out there. I'm, I'm looking for any type of some help. You know, I, my board's got a lot of room for some stickers. So, so who 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 are you writing for already? Let's pump those right guys now, up. All, all I got is a quality surfboard. Hawaii, they're a surf shop in Hawaii. They they help me out with fins and grip oh, yeah. pads, leashes, whatever I need. Then I got Ned Snow, he's a DVM. He's a grip pad sponsor, but he's kind of, he's got three kids right now, and he, he, he pays me like 150 a month. So I, I back him up. He's, he's been there with me before Rip Curl, so that's he's cool. my guy. What's and his brand I'm, called? Oh, and Rip Curl, that's it. And D- DVM. DVM, okay. So DVM, Rip Curl, Quality. And Lost. And Lost. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of room on that board. Plenty of rooms. <laughs> I could use some glasses. <laughs> yeah. See? Well, we'll we'll do Pitching. some scouting for you, bro. He's pitching it yeah. right now. You got some. You, you got Thank some you allies so here. We're gonna we're gonna do our best. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so what what's next for you? What's... For me is is so I'm not on the best path of my life right now. I I was like really hard in alcohol all through my life 
and took me this long to realize that alcohol is not the thing for me. So I'm like three months and three weeks sober right now. Congrats. In my life, my surfing is the best I ever surfed in my life. And my goal this year is get on the challenges and try to get on the tour again. That's my goal. I was, I was really close last year, but not close enough. So I want to just like stamp it, you know? Nice. And, and uh, other than that, other than that, I want to travel, go do some surf trips with Nathan, get some clips, some big barrels, and and just keep Rip Crow and all my sponsors happy. That's my goal. You know, there's this one show you need to get on. It's called the Couch Surf Show. <laughs> I, I I literally was on it once. He sat down for a little it. bit. <laughs> that show's viral, bro. Yeah. That show's gonna blow up. It already has. We're trying to get on there. Oh, that would be oh the funniest. Oh my gosh! Oh, talking about slang and and the, the words and the edits you could do with just oh the verbiage there. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah, that would be the dream right there. There's a lot of kids like a lot of kids are looking up to me right now too. So I'm a big thing in Macaw right now. It's pretty awesome, and I feel like if Joel could bring that over here, it'd be sick for all the kids. And, that would be yeah, a dream. We need some sponsors too. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll pitch it to Kook of the Day and yeah, Hume and all of them. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there one day for sure. That'd be a dream to do when I'm a cop. Yeah, and just keep living by example, and 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 you know, hopefully you could um, you know inspire those next generations of kids that you know have similar upbringing or just look as as you an example to put put surfing first. Yeah, that's my goal. In the beginning, my goal was only that. Oh, I just want to do it. But my goal also is to, like, complete my career and keep going and surfing, you know? I don't want to just, I don't want this movie to be it, you know? I want to, I want to do way more in my career. Yeah. And I feel like this movie is just a stepping stone. It's just a start, you know? Just my foot in the door. And I got a lot more of of Sheldon to to show the world, you know? Hell yeah. I'm Uh, ready. When are you coming out to California again? Um, I'll for sure be there this summer. I, I try to come there as much as I can. I really love California, and I love how the sponsors are all around, and I get to go see my my board shaper, Matt, my old, um, Matt and, and Keon and, and, and all the guys. And yeah, California is awesome, so I'll definitely be coming and spending some time there. I like to come see Joe and come see his dog, Lucy, you know, and the baby. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome anytime. So I'll definitely be there this summer. Sick. We'll have to do a a face-to-face interview next time for sure. Yeah, Yeah, then I can come and do a podcast with you guys. Yeah, yeah, in person Uh, would be epic. uh, Live one. Get you on video. How how did you get into the goat hunting thing? Do you remember the first goat? How did you first start hunting the goats? You remember the so, first goat you hunted? I had a pack of friends that used to do it, and I would see them doing it and making money every day, and I didn't have no money to eat. And so I would go up into the mountains and catch the baby goats and bring it down and sell them for like 50 bucks, and <laughs> I could buy me some food and yeah, whatever, water and whatever I needed, you know, at the time. What, and you just catch it with your bare hands? <laughs> I should go barefoot, bare hands, and catch the babies, catch the big ones, whatever I could. That that's in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of risking my life too, and I realized it. I got stuck, and I, I didn't want to do that ever again. What happened? You got stuck on the cliff or something? Yeah, I got stuck on the cliff, and I uh, was screaming, and I almost 
almost the fire department almost came and saved me. I somehow got down right before they came, and my friend came running up the mountain. I was heavy. It was a close call. (laughs) (laughs) So gnarly. What about the... One more question. I got a bug. What about the Elias? How did you start riding the Elias? So he's... He's like the, th- so, the three-time champ at the Buffalo the, contest. The Buffalo Carolina surf contest because it's always big boards. Yeah. So it, the board's like 12-0, and I could barely turn the board. And they finally came up with a short board division, but it was the Alaya board. Wow. So I was like, yo, I was like, fuck it, right there. I can finally smoke everyone in this contest because there's no way they're going to beat me on the Alaya, you know? <laughs> so I went from like, Losing in the Buffaloes every year and the big boards and doing all the other events. And then finally they came up with the Alaya and, and like, I was, like, the smallest guy. And, and the first year on the Alaya contest, I, I lost. I got, like, last place because I showed up late for my heat. <laughs> and then the next year, I was like, okay, I'm going to win this contest. I'm going to surf on this thing as much as I can. And I started doing, like, really good on the board. And the next time they had the event, I literally, I think, was, like, right before I went to uh, Tahiti and won in Tahiti, too. Damn. So I won the I won the, the Buffaloes. I won the Alaya division. Then I went to um I think we were filming the movie at this time, yeah, Joe. Well, we're and probably went, getting ready to, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to Tahiti and I won the 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 QS too. So it all all of that happened in like in like the same year. So I was all stoked, and then I won the the Alaya two years in a row after that. So. Amazing. Yeah, I kind of So, if people want to watch the movie through the doggy door, is it still on Stab? Yeah, it's on Stab right now. Stab Premium. Stab, and um, I think it's going to be on Amazon soon too. In April, yeah, it's going to be on Prime Video. Nice. That's epic. So that's the plan right now. Do the, do people sell videos anymore? Like downloads. Yeah, downloads. Yeah, okay. I mean, is there that's a, it. Is there we a, license it to stab? So, is there a take two? You know, second, you know, in the making, or is it too early? <laughs> too early. Hopefully, Sheldon wins the world title or something. Then, then we'll have to make another one. Make the tour, it's dude. Kind of hard. It's kind of hard because we don't really have a budget for a number two. You know, We learned a lot of lessons. It's not a lucrative thing. Number two is going to be neck level. <laughs> yeah. But I think I'm good on number two, doggy do. I just want to like. I know it's a good stepping stone for me, but this is not all I want to do. You know, I don't want it to be just oh, the sad story becomes a pro, and then where did he go? You know. Yeah. I don't want it to be. He becomes a pro, still going. Look at him making quarterfinals, semifinals, still going. Wins the pipe masters, or you know, that's yes. my dream. So I want to just keep going. Well, you got the talent. It looks like you're in a good mindset. So, yeah. you know, just yeah. just keep focusing and, uh, you know, doing your best. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, keep up the good work and, and being inspirational to the youth. Yeah. And yeah. Put out some content, dude. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to start putting out. I'm going to start dropping my YouTube series more. Yes. Sweet. Well, dude. I was really like, I was waiting for this movie to drop, too, because it. There's like so many clips that we also didn't use in the movie, but it's like I can't use them because I don't have the uh, the lost surfboard and a rip girl sticker on some of them. Mm. There's, there's yeah. definitely so some gems on the cutting room floor. Go travel. Yeah. Nice. 
Well, dude, thank you for uh, calling in with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. Next time you're in Cali, we'll we'll definitely connect and do an in-person interview. And you're surfing. Yeah. Sunset. They just finished sunset. I think Holly oh, was next. Well, I made the quarters. Fuck so yeah! Holly Congrats. Yeah. Huge. Holly Eva's next. Next. Are we yeah. gonna a week or two, two weeks. I'm not sure. Well, dude. We're, uh, we're rooting for you. We're rooting yeah. for you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. All right, man. Thanks for... Uh, I'm going to go get a surf in before dark, but hey, I just want to thank you guys so much for letting me come on this podcast and love you, Joe. And love you, too. Thank you. Thank you, Olani Media. Thank you, Mason Hall. Thank you, Rip Girl. Thank you, Matt Violas. And thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, man. Thanks, Sheldon. Peace out, bro. See you soon. Yeah, you guys have a good day. You too, brother. Late. Okay, bye. That was epic. Yeah, no, he's he's good. such an open book. Yeah, well, he's <coughs> he's fired up, man. Winter season's just kicking in. Already quarterfinal and some more. Yeah. That's a good coming. result for yeah. No, he, he's really um, contest savvy. Like he he's, gets gets legit results. Like, yeah. He he mentioned he was he was one spot out from qualifying for the challengers. But it cut, he got a couple starts this year, like um, Narabian and then US Open. So he yeah. slipped into a couple. But And then even like the Vulcan Pipe Pro, I think every year he made the quarters. So like he, he's he got like that, just that thing where like yeah. some people do good in events. Like yeah. he, he's really contest savvy. And, and he's he, won a bunch of amateur contests too. Any charges. Any yeah. charges. You got to. Got it. <laughs> no choice. You hear that, kids? If you're planning to be a pro surfer, you better freaking. You better charge. You better charge. But he's yeah. got that like innate natural talent. Like there's certain people you go fuck, man. Yeah, no one no. does it like Mason. Yeah. No one does it like Sheldon. Well, it goes back to style and like how to you know. There's great athletes and athleticism and genes and how, you know how you culture that and and you know make it into like. Yeah. He's always had the natural talent, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, you you know, that's the thing is, like, there's so many variables, you know? Yeah. Just think if he had great boards and great support system from, like, being a kid, would he have been better? Or was it that hungriness and that grittiness that made him better, you know? like A lot of people helped him, I think, just because, like, you, know, so you don't, don't want to see talent wasted. No. So everyone's like, oh, my God, this guy's, like, well, And that's the so thing good. is, What's, our industry... Our brotherhood of surf, like people want to uplift and help, and you yeah. know, like everybody's very generous. Yeah. What's really cool is how Mason, those two are similar in a couple things, but they're so different that they complement each other. Yeah, you know, sure. Like the way, because I mean, dude, Mason is his dad. Right, but his own his own freaking style. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh yeah. He's and, as original as it as it gets. <laughs> yeah, and and the two personalities they they feed off each other, and it's neat to see, you know, one brand. They're so lucky to have both those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, they're they're yeah. the dynamic duo. And uh, one thing that uh, I wanted to bring up, like you know, him being what he's probably thirty now. Yeah, almost twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. yeah. And it's never too late. Yeah, know, I mean that's make... part of the story too. Yeah, because I mean you got fucking Kelly Slater who's fifty one years old, still trying to be a you know world yeah. champ, and then you had um, another Rip Curl team rider Pancho, Pancho. didn't make the tour. Oh, yeah, he didn't make the... thirty two. Yeah, 
So yeah, yeah. that's a good there's, stat. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely. Uh, still I mean, time. he's still like so young and in shape looking too. Like, but yeah, I mean that's the thing is you know surfing you know at one point was a young man sport meaning like you know you're aged out or retiring at like 25 and you know yeah kelly slater kind of took that out of the books you know like but you take care of yourself um you know a lot of these brands are now more heritage and have generational reach versus like when they came out to the scene they're kind of really only going after one demographic but now we have third fourth generation surfers you know and there's a lot of room now versus what it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. It's cool because, like we were talking earlier, these brands, these surf brands, we don't we don't want just surf contest content. No. We don't want jock surf contest content. We like it, yeah. but we don't need just that. We need lifestyle. We need personality. We, we need, need big wave. We need air. We yeah. need, yeah, like that's... That's, we need death-defying, shallow. She does all that. She's <laughs> yes. also so honest and such an open book. Like uh, that's what also allowed us to do the documentary because, like he he hadn't seen me in like whatever fifteen years and on it we didn't know how it was gonna go if he was gonna open up and, and share all that stuff. But yeah. like he really opened up and shared it all. Like, you could hear him and they um, just now. Yeah, I was like, take it away, dude. You, you're gonna say everything, you know. So so. After you guys showed it at the Rip Curl house, um, is that when you guys decided to make the movie? I think that's when it became like, well, this is There's like a more. serious, in-depth story. Like, we got to go, now we got to come back and get the sunny story. And like, because those first couple trips, you're kind of like discovering all this stuff. Like, yeah. well, dude, I had no idea, like, Sunny wanted to adopt you and Keanu Singh wanted to adopt you. And would your parents be cool with us interviewing them? And like, every time you just discover something new and then like, we're in Australia, and he's like starts telling me how he used to hunt goats with his bare hands for like for spending money. I'm like, what the hell? Are you serious? Like, who the, who does that? Yeah, the story. Keeps we gotta holding. tell that. There's too many people collecting cans, and you know, there's not yeah. enough of that. You know, yeah. like, I'm gonna go grip, wrestle a goat. Yeah, honestly, like, an like interview, how do you even find somebody to buy a wild goat? I think the part of the reason he made it out is he honestly like like when we talked to people over there, like he was around. He was exposed to so much bad stuff and could have done so much bad stuff and maybe reasonably like, dude, I'm starving over here. Like, I'm going to yeah. steal and rob and do whatever. But from what I've heard, it was always like, he's obviously around it, but he was never the guy doing the dirt. And and the goat hunting thing is like, it's an honest living. Like, yeah. You could go steal bikes or steal whatever, or you could like catch go into the mountain and catch a goat, which yeah. is an honest day's living, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a, so it's an honest thing to do, but. And ballsy and rash. Oh my god! Like, Since I when we went up there to film, like we do this whole reenactment up there where he hunts yeah. the thing, and it was like so I gotta gnarly. rewatch the movie again because it was it's long. Yeah, it's and like it's really minutes. it's really fucking good though. Like you guys Thanks, did a yeah. a really amazing job of piecing the. When did you start it? I mean, we started it in like what was it, two thousand nineteen, two thousand whenever you won that QS, and then and then. Honestly, like the pandemic put us back like a year and a half because we yeah. we couldn't even go to Hawaii. Like we had all these things we wanted to film, we were just like shut down. So when, probably when did you come film out. the sunny stuff? That was, was that... must have been eighteen or nineteen, like yeah. right before the accident or whatever. Yeah, that was one of like the first trips. Obviously, we got that one, but yeah, 
And then we wanted, we got all these stories, we're like, hey, we have to do all these reenactments. Like, there's like a tent scene where the water's coming in on his yeah. mom. Like, we shot that in my buddy's backyard in Costa Mesa. Like, built this whole set and did the lights and had the hose going. And I had my my friend's son, like, crawling in the in the cupboard. Yeah. And then the goat. Like, we did a lot of reenactments. And uh, we didn't bring it up, but, like, dude, he was actually a good actor. Like, he had to do a lot of acting. We're like, okay, like, now you're in the bushes and you're hunting. He's like you know like, like yeah head, head that is epic. down and and the west side is, there's so many funny stories like filming it because it's it's so small town he like he mentioned it like yeah a lot of kids look up to him like he's literally like like a hero over there like you can't go two feet with someone like saying yeah. something to him or I, I forget the other characters names not characters but people's names that one dude is all tatted the one that's that's his buddy who met mason first he's like my buddy was new mason and and he that guy was you know he was a national champ all this yeah and that. he was like, gnarly yeah he went to jail so that that was the guy he's like oh yeah my friend met Mason first and then and then I met Mason through him because they're all surfing the events but yeah, yeah that guy that was another story like well we gotta we gotta interview Heisen because he's like he's the other example of like taking the bad route like, yeah he he did have all the sponsors and was NSA nationals and this yeah. and that and he ended up like in jail well that's what i was kind of mentioning earlier that you know you get this olive branch for because you know people see you surf so well and then but it's up to you eventually he had people come out help and then you know he went the bad route and they're like dude we can't touch you or you know he had people thinking he was stealing because of his path you know like there's so many variables where you know it's like you judge a, a book by its cover totally. versus not knowing who he really is. And, like, and I think if you like, because I brought the footage back and Lost and Mike and Matt, we were watching. There, there was like, if anyone would have sponsored a kid like that, I would have been Lost. And they were like, dude, this is like, this kid's too gnarly. Like his mouth. This, and then also like, if you think from, about it. From those guys. Yeah. It, and he had no parental guidance at all. Like we're literally no also if, if you're gonna be this kid's team manager and this and that like he needs a support group you're, you're gonna be like this kid's parent basically like you're not gonna call up the mom like hey he needs to be at the NSSA at, at nine o'clock like yeah. it's yeah. like you're, 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 you're taking you're, him under your wing it's a huge responsibility that's what I think maybe like scared a lot of people like yeah, yeah. if you take this kid on like you're, you're taking was, him on yeah it's that true. movie is really fucking good we encourage everybody to see it thanks let that uh you know, through the, the doggy the, the door. Early, early contest scenes. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Lau, he's beaten Ezekiel Lau. Yeah, like him and Kiana and Zeke were like, yeah. kind of like every contest, it was those three. And, we, uh, we tried to make it like we were, we thought we were going to sell the thing to Netflix or something. So we really, we really tried to make the film like you don't have to be a surfer to understand it. It's a rags to, like not we, riches, but a rags yeah. to, you know, success. You but know? everything we had to explain, we had to explain who Mason Ho is. Like if, if we were just making a surf flick, like you don't have to say who Mason Ho is and his uncle. Yeah. Like you have to explain who he is. We had to explain how amateur surfing works. Like there's a lot of like explaining who these people are. So like yeah, the, the thing I was most stoked about when we sorry yeah when we showed at the film festival is like literally all the all most of the surfers' girlfriends were like stoked and blown away. Like we had so many comments were like. Oh my god! I thought my boyfriend was just like dragging me another surf con- surf uh, flick. Oh my god! I didn't know. I was like crying at the end. So I'll be like, "Oh, that's great!" Like, yeah. this, this anybody could watch this. Yeah, it it's it not just barrels touches and... like yeah. anybody that watches it. Thanks. You know, you get that like holy shit! Like, 
this is this is uh you know yeah people can relate to it you know but it's and, yeah and you got to think there's you know there, there's a lot of stories like his in other parts of the world you know oh for sure like yeah. you know this happened to be in hawaii which you would wouldn't think it would ha- you know happen at you know because of it's yeah. hawaii and like you said with you know i'm a sure lot a lot of brazilian kids have the same story and stuff yeah. but I mean, the mind blowers, it's here in the United States. Yeah, well, we interviewed um, Victor Victor Bernardo, yeah. and he talked about, like, his first sponsor at 12 moved <laughs> his family out of the ghetto and paid for a house Hang closer loose. to the beach. Hang loose for That's a all. cool sponsor. Like, and, and a, you know, hired a surf coach and, a, like, a filmer and a, kind of like a handler, yeah. Yeah. you know, that handled a bunch of athletes. But it's like they moved them out of the, the ghetto. The favela. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. It's, like, wild. But, yeah. Through the doggy door. Through, Through the, the doggy door, door, man. You guys got to watch it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. So, what is, uh, what's next for Just Joe? A uh, bunch of editing for Speedo, <laughs> currently, but... Nice. Yeah, more couch surfing show. Like, that's kind of our next, what we're really focusing on in the surf department. Hopefully get it out of Orange County, like a... I can't wait to get it in like some world class waves somehow. Like if you watch every episode, it's been like pretty mediocre. Like I, I couldn't imagine being somewhere where it's world class and you have like the top surfers out there. Like yeah, that that that's what I'm hoping for soon. So yeah, get we'll get, see. Get on the road. Get some sponsors. Yeah. Get on the road. <laughs> I need to become more of a salesman, and, and hopefully we well, get there. <laughs> dude, if you need late night with Chalky to be your microphone, just let us know. Well, man. you guys are doing it right here. So, yeah, so thank is, you. Yeah, this is awesome, and congrats on you know turning out a killer show that nobody else is doing, and you know you guys have got to give credit to my partners. Yeah, yeah. Noah and, and Omar. Endless content, and it's just you're just beginning. And Alani Media, you guys do content for a bunch of different yeah, we brands. Did. You did Allo. Allo, Speedo, um, all kinds of commercial work. Yeah. And then we're doing live streaming stuff. Like we're doing these MMA fights, uh, UNF, Up Next Fighting. We're trying to do the live streaming thing. So Dude, that's, that's, that's a that's great our niche. New, yeah, that's our new niche in our, our brand. So. Sick. Yeah. And if, if they want to hire you or, or book you for an event, just go to alani.media. All the info, contacts there, all our works up there. A L A N I. Dot media, yeah. It's okay. not dot com, it's dot media. Yeah. And then the couch surf. Surfing show. Surfing show. The couch surfing show. It's a surf, you it's a surf news show. Just call it the couch. The couch surfing show. Okay. Huh. Dude. It's a couch, there's surfing going on, and it's a show. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we gotta okay. we gotta plug our sponsors. Oh really yeah, quick. there we go. Plug the sponsor. Earth Pack for all of your packaging and bag needs. You know, you got some examples here. The recycled. We have Caballero pools and spas. If you're looking to remodel your backyard, hardscape, you want to put a nice little sweet jacuzzi back there. We got. Shoots, shoots beer. Oh, what nice. Ashland Hard Seltzer, um, loose like spirits. Spirits. Villager Spirits, Loose, loose towels. towels. Yeah, we're branching out, man. There you go. How do we get that bonsai many sponsors? Bowl. Bonsai Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Bonsai Bowl, I had lunch with Joe today. Yeah. And uh, he wants us to mention 
that Black Friday week, November 16th to the 26th, uh, if they buy a $30 gift card, they get a free bowl. Ooh, so that's you, huge. you can live life in the bowl for free. And then another nice. thing is, if you go to thisisneonwave.com, um, and if they buy, somebody buys $50 or more, and they put in the promo code late night with chalky or late night. Late night. Got to simplify it. Free late night with chalky hat. Nice. Yeah, this is Dion. I got one of those. I wore one of those on the couch show one day. Yeah, you did. I, I love those hats. Clear weather brand. Clear shoes. weather shoot. Yeah, yep. clear weather brand. Yep. Um, Earth pack. Earth, yeah. Look at this ad block. You got what? all these. You got what? all these memorized. Hey, what? Why don't you uh, showcase our, oh, dude. our shirt? Oh yeah, and you got the merch. We got uh, t-shirts. Lar got us some new tees. Yeah, where, where do you buy the merch? Just hit us up. <laughs> Just hit us up. <laughs> Shoot him up on the DM. Yeah. It might be available in certain stores soon. Okay, for sure. But uh, what else is there? Is that it? I got don't Shade for, sunscreen. Don't, don't forget anyone. Shade sunscreen. We got to hook you up with some oh, shade yeah. oh. sunscreen. Did we give you some last time? Is this Strider's thing That's or no? Strider's Yeah. Strider said he wanted to sponsor the show. So there you go. I might I might hit him up. Dude, you, you got to go. hit him up. <laughs> You um, guys were on the beach, freaking getting toasted. Yeah. We had them on during the the, the Devisel practice Foo, session. Foo, Foo wax. Gosh, thank you, Foo wax. Yeah, the Good. ickiest, stickiest. You got all this in we, your head. Yeah, I know. We yeah. gotta write this down. We're not looking at something. Um, <laughs> what else is there? I got my ad block on the show. I Dude, make sure Omar like has it on the bottom. Promote so your brands. Our brands. Is it Hume Natural? Hume Natural. They've been a sponsor. Murph. Murph was like... Uh, Murph's Murph. our sponsor too. Yeah, so you almost yeah. forgot him. Did we just put a... They are the biggest, first, like, biggest supporters for sure. And yeah. you're Kook of the Day, right? Kook of the Day, yeah. Dude. Murph, check out Late late Night 20. Get a discount. Yeah. yeah. For 20% off of a, a Murph. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's a chunk of change Dude. off the Murph. Those yeah. things are just in time for yeah. the holidays. Those oh things God. are beautiful. Timing. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Thank um, you guys. Thanks so yeah. much for having me again. Dude, I appreciate it. Right epic. now on Stab still. Yeah. How long is it going to be on Stab? It's going to be on there till April. Oh then, shit. Then April will be Prime Video. Okay. Six month deal, licensing cool. deal. Dude. For anybody that wants to see. Uh, a rags, not to riches, but a rags to riches story. Surf riches, yeah. kind of. Uh, yeah, and and <laughs> something some... for the whole family and the wife and the girlfriend or whatever, because it's a yeah, yeah, it's no. a touchy feely and yeah. it's a, it's. I think very... any, anyone could watch. Yeah, it. I'm not afraid to say it. I cried. Yeah, yeah, I got choked up. It wouldn't take much. It doesn't take much, <laughs> but it's a really damn sensitive good guy. No, I'm it, sensitive, but um, a lot of people it is, shed tears. I mean, <laughs> and and you're just. So stoked on like you know what he's you know accomplished yeah. and came out on top you yeah. know and it's like he miracle. said to hear him say like this is just the beginning and I don't want to be the guy that just had a documentary and then where'd he go yeah. like he is this is a stepping stone this, this is, is a it. jump off I like that yeah and what's cool is he's got a nickname everybody that's cool has a nickname. Dog? yeah. yeah. Shell dog yeah and, Shell doggy and the way yeah Shell doggy and the way that. The movie is through the doggy door. Yep. Like, how perfect is that? Yeah. It's <laughs> part of his name. All right. All right. Hey, thank you guys yeah, so thank much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Just thank you, Joe Alani. Peace.
Bonsai Bowls, hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations, two in Hawaii, five in Southern California, Bonsai Bowls. Go get some. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen, it's been around since the sun. Shade Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.